This season of the Build Your Brand podcast is supported by FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. And Gusto, easy online payroll, benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses like ours. My dad was directionally challenged, to put it mildly. I'm pretty sure I remember my mom saying at one point that he couldn't find his way out of a paper bag. I guess it's a good thing that one of her hobbies is studying maps. It sounds weird, but she gets a new atlas every year just to see what's changed. There's obviously no real roadmap for business. There's no reliable guide for starting, building, and sustaining an airline. Hundreds have come and gone. Over 120 have gone out of business in the United States alone since the Airline Deregulation Act became law in 1978. All have struggled, few have been consistently profitable, and then there's Southwest Airlines. From upstart to most profitable in the history of manned flight, what makes them so different? By maintaining our low costs, we are an airline people can afford to fly. By reliably delivering on our promise, we are an airline people can trust. By offering friendly customer service, we are an airline people can love. This purpose, offering air travel that is friendly, reliable, and low cost, enables us to offer customers a better way. And together, they mean the difference between success and failure between an experience won and a connection lost. No one connects people better than we do. You're part of an amazing legacy. And you're the catalyst for an exciting future. And whether you're on the ground or in the air, in an office or at a gate, what we've created is worth anything and everything to keep. Because hardly anyone else has it. And you do. We do. Together. Our vision is to become the world's most loved, most flown, and most profitable airline. You inspire and deliver this vision. You are the heart of our purpose. You are Southwest Airlines. I'm Jeff Eccles, and you're listening to Episode 9 of the Build Your Brand Podcast. If you missed any of the earlier episodes, you can go back and listen to all the episodes in order. Build Your Brand is the podcast mini-series where I explore how the best brands in the world think differently and act differently on their way to becoming the best, and what you can learn from them, because no matter the size, the journey is the same. Jim Stingle is the former chief marketing officer for Procter & Gamble, the biggest consumer brand in the world, and he's done extensive research on why some companies succeed, but some don't. The work he's done has resulted in some groundbreaking insights, so let me bring in our correspondent, Dawn Porta, to tell us more. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Jeff. I feel like a lot of people, when I start talking about purpose and purpose-driven brands, I feel like they think I've departed on the woo-woo train. So I'm really interested in Jim Stingle's work with Millard Brown. The Stingle 50. Well, that's what came out of it, right? Yes, that's how most people refer to the results of their study. Will you give us the backstory? Well, in 2001, 
Jim Stengel set out to study 50,000 companies in all business sectors from all across the globe. He teamed up with the market research group for Millard Brown for the decade between 2001 and 2011. And it's important to note what happened in the global economy over those 10 years. Their decade of research began before, ran through, and continued after the Great Recession. That should provide a really unique snapshot. It sure did. It really covered some of the most extreme, both positive and negative, economic changes of our lifetime. So what did they find? Well, from their study, they identified the 50 fastest growing, most sustainable, most profitable brands in the world. What's even more interesting is that they determined that if I had invested in these 50 companies over the span of the study, my portfolio would have been 400% more profitable than if I had invested in the S&P 500. I missed the boat on that one. So did I. But what we now know is that they found a cause and effect between an organization's pursuit of purpose and its financial performance. There was a link between purpose-driven brands and profit. That's amazing. Thanks, Dawn. You're welcome, Jeff. That's correspondent Dawn Porta, who you'll hear from from time to time on the Build Your Brand podcast. So the Stengel 50 may tell us that there's evidence to show that it's natural for a company like Southwest Airlines to outperform their competition. But how and why does it work? And how can you do the same thing? Creating an amazing, internationally recognized brand like Nike, Apple, or Southwest Airlines takes a lot of hard work and even more time. And as a small business owner, you know how hard it can be to find the time to grow your business and your brand. Well, that's why you'll be excited to hear about FreshBooks. It's accounting software designed for growing firms just like yours. FreshBooks is packed with tools that help automate things like invoicing and online payments so that you get paid fast. In fact, FreshBooks saves the average user 200 hours every year on administrative tasks like expensing and reporting. That's 200 more hours you can spend on defining your purpose, building a culture, or staying relevant for your clients. Join 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days. No catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash buildyourbrand and enter build your brand in the how did you hear about us section and gusto everyone loves payday but loving a payroll provider that's a little weird still small businesses across the country love running payroll with gusto gusto automatically files and pays your taxes it's super easy to use and you can add benefits and management tools to help take care of your team and keep your business safe it's loyal it's modern you might fall in love yourself. Listeners of the Build Your Brand podcast get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash B-Y-B. That's gusto.com slash B-Y-B. Remember when Southwest Airlines turned the corner and transformed from a low-cost provider in the airline industry to a company that was on a mission to give people the freedom to fly? 
Members of the Southwest family often say that they took up the cause to democratize the skies. Up until that point, they had many of the pieces to the puzzle. They kept fares low enough to compete with ground transportation instead of other airlines. They knew that the more they simplified their business model, the more efficient they'd be. They were building a culture based on the belief that if they treated their employees well, the employees would turn around and treat the customers well. They had the pieces. They just hadn't figured out how they all fit together. Until Herb Kelleher met Roy Spence and a 34-year friendship began. And our big, big breakthrough was Southwest Airlines. I was 28 years old and Herb Kelleher called me up. He had, I didn't know who he was. And he said, I've been reading about you. Can you come see me? Well, Southwest Airlines was built differently as an airline. When Southwest started, only 15% of the American people had flown because it was regulated. It was for the rich. And he went out to say, I want everybody to be able to fly. And so we did this work. And finally, one day I looked at Herb and I said, I don't think you're in the airline business. Of course, he smoked. Really? What are you talking about? And I said, I think you're in the freedom business. And he looked at me and he said, well, tell me, talk to me. You're out there on a mission to democratize the skies. And you want to be, it wants to be affordable for the average person to fly, not just the rich. And you want to help small businesses fly. And you want to help entrepreneurs. I think you're in the freedom business. And he went, oh my gosh. When Herb and Southwest Airlines realized they were in the freedom business, all the pieces fell into place. My question to you is, what business are you in? Do you have a higher purpose than, quote, unquote, architecture? How do you find your purpose? Here's Roy Spence again. So it is the definitive statement of the difference you're trying to make. How do you find it? One simple thing, and all of you who are entrepreneurs and some of you are older than others, the best way to find your purpose is to do what T.S. Eliot said. You go back to where you started and know again the place for the first time. It's important to understand that once all the pieces fell into place for Southwest Airlines, the idea of being in the freedom business became their guiding principle for everything. Even today, the answers to questions of cost control, customer service, and employee relations, business operations, and marketing and advertising, they all start by looking back to that principle for guidance. Imagine if my dad were still around and he decided to set out and drive across the country without my mom as the navigator. Better yet, imagine the Spartan army going into battle without the singular focus of Leonidas. Again, Roy Spence. Great people can, without purpose in their life, get lost. Great companies, without purpose in their life, get lost. Great countries great countries without a purpose in their life get lost. I don't think a lot of you people are out there lost because I think we all kind of know instinctively what business we're in. We're not in the distribution business. We're not in the technological business. We're not in the reselling business. We're not in the advertising business. We're in the field of dreams business. In 2009, in the midst of a failing economy, there was lots of pressure on the Southwest leadership to find more ways to generate more revenue and stay profitable. 
Consultants suggested that they could add about $600 million in revenue by charging for bags. Why do you need it? It drives all decisions. Let me give you an example. A year and a half ago, consultants walk into Southwest Airlines and say, hey, CEO, you want to throw $350 million to your bottom line? No, no, I don't, thank you. All you have to do is flip a switch and $350 million drops your bottom line. Everybody's doing it, just charge for bags. I stood up and said, well, we can do that. But our purpose is to give people the freedom to fly. If you charge for bags, that's probably 100,000 families who can't go to Disney because the bag costs the same as an admittance for a kid. And so the Braveheart Gary Kelly stood up and said, okay, Roy, we're not going to charge for bags, but you go find the money. I hate that when that happens. <laughs> so if we'll put up this first slide, this is what we decided to do. Bags fly free, and then we ran this commercial. A year later, CFO walks into our marketing meeting. You notice that CFOs stutter when they say I'm wrong? Anyway, just this observation, marketing people, whatever. He said, I was wrong. We just drove $1.2 billion in new revenue charging for free. $1.2 billion in revenue charging for free. You know why? We took from competition because our purpose was to give people the freedom to fly. All of us in this room, go back to your company Write your purpose statement. What are we the best in the world at? What's our strength? Make sure that every time we do make decisions, because in the end, we will drive market share by having a higher purpose than our competitors. Southwest Airlines is a case study on purpose-driven organizations. And stories like this provide example after example of real-world business decisions made based on a fundamental purpose. Earlier in the episode, I asked you what your higher level purpose is. Be careful that as you answer that question, you remember the lessons we've learned in the first nine episodes of this season. Is that purpose about you or is it about your ideal client? Does it come from ego or empathy? Does it relate to your ideal client's situation and solve their greatest pain? Is it relevant to them? Is it based on some value you've assigned to it, or does it come straight from what your ideal client actually values? Is it compelling enough to move your ideal client to action? If your firm has a purpose based on these things, could that be the difference between you and your competition? From time to time this season, I've turned to Miss Moyer's language arts class to give me feedback about the way that architects communicate from an eighth grader's perspective. For this episode, I asked my middle school experts to think about the way architects talk about their purpose. Yeah, it's right by Art Collaborative and 
Yeah, oh, I think that's, kind of yeah that just means they're focusing on their like clients. That's good. Any closing thoughts, any advice that anybody has to architects to communicate better with normal people, people like us, um, to make it easier for people to pick them as their architect? Uh, be more honest with what you're doing uh, and tell them straight up what you're doing and what you like to do and what your buildings are more fit for uh, instead of just trying to act poetic and sound complicated. At least in the examples that we looked at, it's hard for eighth graders to understand what architects are saying about their purpose. So if we're supposed to be communicating at an eighth grade level, doesn't that seem like a problem? Before I wrap up this episode, I have to say thank you to our sponsors. Without their support, the Build Your Brand podcast wouldn't be possible. And a special thank you to Miss Moyer's 8th graders at Raymond Park Middle School in Indianapolis, Indiana, for their unbridled candor and enthusiasm. Join me in episode 10 of the Build Your Brand podcast as I continue the exploration of the Southwest Airlines purpose. And I look at how they've leveraged that purpose to not only transform their entire business, but to align their employees and develop a world-famous corporate culture. I know the many aspects of culture is an extremely timely and relevant topic for both firms and the architectural profession as a whole. So join me to see what lessons we can learn from the culture of the Love Airline.